With the inception and traction that blockchain and crypto has gathered, the world is possibly on the verge of the largest evolution since the mainstream of the internet. Given the fluidity and dynamic nature of this technology, business leaders, enthusiasts, and veterans all need to band together to navigate the current and upcoming storms. Participants in Web 3.0 want a trusted resource that gives them pertinent information about projects, tokens, technology, and businesses. We are business people talking the business of crypto. We are Y Whales. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, Y Whalers, and to our global audience around the world who are watching on YouTube, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts, or on all the platforms, thanks to a wonderful team that we have in the background. My name is Abe, and I am the head of ecosystems for Y Whales. Today, I'm really delighted to be your host, and I'm very excited to, to bring you um, a really impressive individual uh, that I'm, I'm fortunate to know. His name is Nino Saez. And I'm looking forward to having this conversation. He is a member of the YWOS community, and he's also a member of YPL just about, I believe, a year or so ago. So congratulations to your acceptance here. Um, Before I I bring you on, I'll just do a quick rundown. Um, You are a serial entrepreneur. You started your first company with a close friend at the age of 19. Quite impressive. 23, you graduated from uh, law and business school. You started a, a mobile esports leading software company in Europe. Three successful rounds. But today, we are talking about Web3 topics. And Utopia Avatar, I believe, is something that is very near and dear to your heart because you talk about it so passionately. Um, and you describe it as a company that's focused on bridging the gap between the physical and digital worlds. So with that introduction, Nino... How are you? <laughs> amazing. Amazing. Doing great. How are you? I'm doing excellent. Where do we find you today? I'm currently in Madrid. This is actually my hometown. So, I mean, Beautiful. so nice to, to spend some days here. Fantastic. Fantastic. So, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Give us your story. I gave you know a couple of points about your background, but is there anything that you'd like to highlight? It's, it's quite impressive. Well, thank you very much. I mean, for me, it's a pleasure to be here to join such an organization and, and to share my thoughts uh, about everything. Um, I mean, I, what I define myself is just as a passionist. Like, um, I'm a hard worker. I, I believe I'm going like 200% of everything that I do. And, and now that I, I mean, I'm, I'm moved by that passion. That's how, what, what moves my life, what moves my heart. And that's well three right now. So, I mean, so happy to keep on talking and thank you for, for hosting me today. I love it. Let's uh, let's dive right into it. So Utopia Avatar, you call it as a bridging the physical and the digital worlds. Why don't you tell us a little bit about the purpose behind it? What inspired you to make it? And just give us an idea of, of what you're about. Yeah, I mean, uh, this started actually when I was still leading the Ego Games, which was like on my, yeah. my mobile esports software company. Um, th- at that time, I mean, I started, you know, hearing for, from here and there many people talking about NFTs, talking about this blockchain crypto. No, that was that back in the right. day, that was the time, you know, probably like two and a half years ago, something like that. Um, so, I mean, that's how I started learning about it. No, so I, I felt passionate about, I'd, I would say one thing, which is bringing ownership to the communities in the world. So, right. I mean, I was in that, in that time of my life where, I mean, my, my mobile for software was, was great, getting incredible results. I mean, many players looking at it and well, actually still and, and doing very well. So I, w- I wanted to make like a step a bit fur- further, no, go forward. So I wanted to enter into Web3 and the way I wanted to do it 
is by doing a project with a community driven, like main aspect in, in that slogan that I had of, of bringing ownership. So that's how I started. That's how we started in, in, in Utopia Avatar. So we're trying to, I'd say, disrupt the notions of access of how this mm-hmm. web three technology is used. So we basically got that smart contracts that got that NFTs put everything that we thought that could be crazy or new um, mm. to the space in there. And, and we're looking forward to keep on building from there. That's, that's our idea. Yeah, <laughs> that's beautiful. I have a lot of questions. Um, and, the, you know, bridging the digital and physical is great. And I, I think you guys are planning something for an in-person launch in sometime in, Feb- in November, I believe, uh, coming up in the fall. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're really following through on some of the, uh, the commitments that you're making. Can you, can you describe your community to us? What, what is the commonality between them? What, are, what is driving people to be so passionate about Utopia Avatars? I think that is one slogan, actually, that is what makes like, all the team behind get together, which is make it possible, no? I mean, that make it possible, I think it applies to everything, applies to all of the different aspects or diversifications that we have in this project, such as mental, right. and as, as well-being, mental health, that I mean, this is really, really covered, like most of us, but especially with Dr. Deepak Chopra, like everything we do right. to empower artists, that is a big component with us, not only by having two amazing artists, such as Ganga, Joaquin Ganga, or Richard Linsky, right. one based in LA and the other one based here in Europe. So trying to bring those continents a bit more closer, you know, in, in this collection. So that together with Randy, that sees also a lot into philanthropy where we're doing a lot of work to, to empower artists worldwide. And, and we keep on going now more to, for example, uh, um, a personality like Facebanks, who is actually like doing a big role in our project, running the Utopia House, running the content, getting into the mm-hmm. marketing. I think that that combination of all of these people trying to do good, trying to disrupt, trying to innovate each of them in the, in the different area, because actually that's what that smart contract, right? Like that NFT can, can give you the possibility of adding many things. No. So that is why we got like a a really cool roadmap where everybody's involved in a way. And then we all come together and, and that, that vision of, of making that better world, that better place, that better aspect to everybody evolve as, as, as the technology evolves. And that's how we see it is what it makes it to, to enter this community. Yeah, it's great. You covered a lot of points, and I like to circle back on a couple of things. One of them is people. Um, you mentioned the two artists, uh, Joaquin Ganga and mm-hmm. uh, Richard Olinsky. Yeah. Um, so Ganga, if anyone doesn't really know, he is a hyper-realistic type of tattoo artist in L.A., and he's tattooed LeBron James, mm-hmm. um, Post Malone, um, I think Jake Paul as well. So, and, and I think Richard is also a really famous uh, French sculptor, and I think he brings a lot of um, symbolism when it comes to freedom and passion and power in some of his, his, his artwork. What do you think was the driving force between pulling those two real powerhouses really invested in, in something like uh, Utopia Avatars? I think that the mission, especially, you know, I mean, we, be, okay. we, we started this because we, we thought about like building an ethical world, you know, where, I mean, that's, that, that was our main entrance to Web3, like where big, where big corporations are responsible and where the businesses right. grow together with their communities. And that is what I believe is the next step for Web2 companies, start like empowering their communities and hearing totally. them to them mainly. Yeah. That's what got us like with, with this big ambition. So that was something that they shared 
Um, mm -hmm. So they got involved into this project, like not only with their art, which is, I mean, I, I couldn't be happier, but they've also given us incredible utilities. Um, our oh, holders, wow. yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing. Uh, I mean, let's hear it. Yeah. For example, Ganga, you mentioned Jake Paul. He, he went, yeah. I think was like two months ago. He did like a no pain session, which is actually okay. that he, like you fell asleep. He, he gets you sleep with anesthesia and actually like you wake up tattooed. <laughs> so, um, no, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's why it's All called. Right. That's the, that's the name in no pain, no? What I mean? <laughs> but actually, okay. like, yeah, for example, that tattoo of the full body tattoo that can take for so long can be done in like one day with no pain at all. And yeah, that's, that's what he made up. So that's an utility that actually a holder of our collection is getting. Um, okay. as well, there are 20 holders that are tattooed by Ganga himself, also in any of his wow. studios. Um, and there are, and there are some others like all our, our collection getting some tattoos or claiming nomads, like, these kind of things that are also translated to Erlinski with his Kongs sculptures and mm -hmm. are really cool. Yeah, really he's done limited editions for our utopians. He's done DJ graphics. He's running galleries events twice per year. Like, I mean, it's not only about their art, which is amazing, but like how they've mm -hmm. got involved, how they've built with us and how they've put like their logo, our logo, no, into their side as well. I'm feeling it. This, sure. That's what has made us like, you know, like build this since like a community since, since the origin. But that was, that was the main point. That's really special, you know. Well done on that. I, the, I'm I'm personally interested. So, if anyone's really interested in, in getting a part of this community, how long have you guys been around, and where's your primary platform to find you? Yeah, I mean, we minted out in February, the 21st okay. of this year. So we've been out like for a, for a little time. Um, well, right now we are available in any marketplace, so okay. OpenSea, Blur. I mean whatever like people want to use. Um, and for example, there you will see that inside our metadata, that that's something that we've done a bit different, like those rare utilities that our artists have given, like, okay, there's 20, have a tattoo with me annually, or they get the possibility of getting free tattoos, getting this sculpture of Orlinsky, getting this painting called the geography, like all of those ones that are attached are inside the metadata. So actually like people can even look uh -huh. at it, look at the ones they want and all of them are limited editions that i mean the prices of that artists are are public and and i think that we've done a really cool job with with adding you know not only the community things which we have obviously like those like long-term utilities to keep on having fun with our summit as you mentioned the one that sure, it goes live sure. in november and, and those kind of things but i mean i wanted to also those add those rare ones and and that's what we did in the metadata too to have like something different, you know, like we wanted to yeah. also that that bridge the gap thing, you know, <laughs> also given totally. their, this tangible utilities that are actually like everybody can see their value. And, and we thought that was a cool way of disrupting a bit uh, the space since, since the start, since the early days. Yeah, that's really, that's really incredible. And so, you know, a lot of NFT companies, um, you don't really know how many people are behind the scenes, behind projects. Um, but I, I do understand that you guys actually have an headquarters in Spain, maybe in Madrid, I believe. And you have yeah. about 20 people or so. Is that, is that accurate? Is that fair to say? Yeah, well, we're a bit more. We are uh, okay. slightly more than 35 uh, right now. All right. Um, okay. And we have uh, actually, yeah, we have our headquarters here in Madrid, but we also have our Utopia house, how we call it, in LA. That, that okay. I mean, we've been having it for the last two years since we started building this project, getting everybody together. Um, so, I mean, that's where we're based. This is our headquarters, uh, as you were saying, but also the other one taking care of the marketing. I think 
makes a really cool combination of of what we're trying to aim to achieve and and to show the world what how we build this community and obviously we have f- way future plans though as a company itself sure, but uh, obviously our community is our baby community driven as i've always said so everything we do everything that we have planned and all the companies that we're helping also from europe to enter into this new space um sure. obviously like our our babies as i like to say will have their benefit of of all of this that we're building <laughs> So as someone in your position, um, what do you think the biggest challenge is with the space? Clearly, you guys have a great product. There's a lot of companies out there that are not delivering on some of the things that they've mentioned, which you guys are doing really well. You guys have a strong community. You guys have active Discord and whatnot. What do you you see this as some of the challenges building in the space or operating successfully in the space? And perhaps you can share a bit of an opportunity or something that you really identify that worked for you. Yeah, I mean, I think there's different things, though. Know? Uh, obviously, like, what worked for me since the beginning was talking to the community. I mean, no matter, like, no, sure. doing things different, like, for example, in our in our case, like, putting all of, all of those faces in front of the project, building it together, and, like, showing, like, hey, we want to show who we are. So, obviously, like, we are here for the long term, because if not, we wouldn't, know as many projects have done. But uh, but obviously, right. we were taking this very seriously, and, and that's how we started. So, I mean, being transparent is, is what actually has worked for me, talking, like, from your heart to the community. But uh, right now, what I'm seeing is like the actually the market is actually like lacking of liquidity. You know, like that's I think that's a, that, that's pretty obvious to be seen. And and also, I mean, they they're very hurt. Like uh, when I got into this yeah, into sure. this space, like I found like actually like a, a space that was hurt. Like there was damage. Like there weren't so many projects promising and then actually like never showing up again after mint so I mean you're dealing with that and you need to understand it. So there's some times that I mean even if you tend to you lose your patience because actually like the fat exists in in this space and people sometimes go very hard like you're you're doing like 24 7 like dedicating your life to them you know you know because i mean that's yeah. your community and i mean they and they go sometimes hard but i mean you need to understand it you need to be patient you need to understand that they're damaged and yes build your credibility little by little never over promise yeah. always be very yeah. very transparent be very careful with this big announcement thing because if you say big announcement it's not considered big later on like i mean you're getting yourself into a trouble for no reason so make sure which ones are big which ones are not as big give the importance into that and just be yourself that's that's the best advice i would give it sounds like a combination of just practical business experience um, insights, um, as well as leadership qualities is just yeah. really being out in front and really understanding who your consumers are and your customers are. Um, it transfers over to Web3. So it's no different than than traditional businesses and, and how they operate, maybe different platforms, maybe different yeah. pieces of technology. Uh, but I think the principles are, are really the same. Mm-hmm. I think here at YWOS, we we try to keep a public facing uh, perspective as well. And, you know, we do, our, we do these recordings with a number of different founders. Mm-hmm. Um, Jay Steinbeck, who is a founder of, of Y Whales, he's been primarily the, the founder, the, uh, the, the co-host, the host for these podcasts. And I think we've recorded 170 or so. Mm-hmm. Um, and just following through on our mission, you know, um, and just educating as many people as we can. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, we have different kinds of uh, courses and boot camps and whatnot, but mm-hmm. um yeah, I, I think uh, I think you're spot on with that. Is there is there something that you've identified as you started to grow and be successful that was just a really winning decision? Like, what was a really good decision you made, probably in the last nine months or so? I'd love to hear it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, to to be honest with uh, with that with the decision I, I I I've made, you know, I mean, 
is actually jumping into the space and getting to okay. a board or convincing about the, the power of, the, of how this technology can make. And by this, mm. I mean how, the, how I've been able, in, in my opinion, as to everything how it has been going and like through the project, how we've, how we've, I've managed to like get like a huge, huge project into like a company with a structure, you know, because like, that was something oh, that I was sure. really focused, you know, like I mean, getting that structure to keep on that long term and that keep, keep on that long term growth. So I would say that uh, identifying the power of this technology in a way where, I mean, I don't know if you've seen U-Ticketing that we're launching for our community. Um, I mean, this U-Ticketing IO, we're launching it very soon. That's our a token gating solution. That that's the beginning of a vision that we've had. Like, for example, like right now, um, uh, I mean, when, wh one of the things that I was wondering when I started entering to the space, well, like in first thing, like there are, I mean, limited numbers of marketplaces, I mean, competing for like the same pieces, all of them. And actually sure. like the smart contracts are up there and you can just get it from, from different ones, you know? So why there's a monopoly in these marketplaces was something that I was keen about. And the other one was, um, why does these marketplaces do not let me filter this? Like from, for example, for the utilities that it gives me for, cause maybe I'm sure. a web two guy entering into the space yeah. and I just want to buy this NFT because it gives me access I don't know, to this stadium on Wednesdays, for giving an example, no? So mm -hmm. uh, why can I not, like, have that, have an easy way of doing this token gating? So I started, like, trying to create this cycle. Um, that's mm -hmm. how we ended with U-Ticketing, which is, I think is, is going to be, like, uh, where the industry is going, no? I, I think that each, each of the players is going to start empowering the communities, each of the big brands, I mean. Once, of that, once they do this, they're going to start using this token gating solutions kind of their own marketplaces because I mean, everybody will have their customized ones. And then I have a strong, strong, strong belief on avatars. And that's why Utopia avatars have a, have a meaning of that. I see avatars as the next evolution of, of social media, of identification. So, I mean, we started out with our community. We have a really, really cool tool focused on PR because I mean, I, I love Ready Player Me. I love Jenny's like yeah, those companies sure. are amazing. Easy, yep, easy but, tools to use. Yeah, but uh, obviously, but I focused a lot on that tool being more in VR, in the VR side, like ex extremely focused on that. That's what our community will see very, very soon because they have their IP. So with that tool, I'm sure that they'll do great things. And and that's, I mean, I just to wrap it up, like that's how I've envisioned you know, all, all of this through through this time. And, and, and I mean, I think that the, biggest, the best decision I've made is mm -hmm. trying to understand that process of like, mm. if you're a Web2 company, like really you are a Web2 company, like those bridge the gap is something very typical, but what are the specific products that you're going to give, you know, because the community is something that we can create, we've proved it, you know? but like, um, but like, what are like, how, what are the products that, how you're going to actually like make this world better for everybody in a transparent way using this technology, because it's here for good, not, not considered the other way around and in an easy way, transition, no, in transition way. Yeah, you nailed a couple of things. I think the technology. I think this technology is here for good. It's it probably yeah. has a couple of years in advance to to sort of have the hardware catch up. Um, I love your passion about VR. Um, <laughs> personally, I, I think you know I think we have a long way to go for VR. I, I, I'm not sure what the adoption really would look like for that, but I'm, I'm curious to hear you know if if you could figure out a way to really make that switch where VR is much more common. What do you think that is? Is, is? Do you think it's just better hardware? Do you think it's just more um, more options 
for VR that would just drive traffic? What do you think that, what do you think we need? Yeah, I mean, I'm very passionate about what Apple is going to deliver this year. I think oh, that yeah, that is, I think that that is going to be a mind changer for VR. I'm uh-huh. passionate about that. That's why we want it. I mean, and we love that idea of, I mean, for example, if we talk about the metaverse, I'm going to tell mm-hmm. you that that same thing. Like, I'm not, I don't think it's going to be a tool ready for all of us, probably, even though yeah. I believe on it for the next probably three and a half years, four or five years. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, it's something that none of us know, no, but it's, it's, it's actually like true or that is just like not at the right moment, you know, but like, I think those avatars, that's why I believe that the beginning of it is in the avatars. Like, um, even though like gaming is a natural transition, which I agree, but I mean, those having those interoperable avatars that you can use in Apple, that you can use in other places, as long as using it like VR chat and this kind of, you know, um, of, of metaverse of spaces as well as video games that I think that are going to take a big role. And actually, there are not many players delivering uh, this kind of tool or this kind of services no, for these video games that are, right. are emerging. So that's why we saw it. But uh, I must say that that is a tool that we want to empower and, and do it first with our community. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, they're going to be the first one to be able to create and do all those kind of things. Focus on VR, kind of Jenny's example, but like more focus on VR with their avatars and get derivatives yeah. of them. You know, those tools where they, you can get derivative of your own avatar and do your own NFTs collection out of mm-hmm. your own avatar IP. Like those kind of tools nice. to let people create. That's what I'm really keen. But I mean, I totally agree with you. Um, I think it's a matter of time, but I mean, avatars, I believe, is the first step. So. I yeah. mean, and I and I agree, and I, it's actually something that motivates us. You know that that is that is not seen as immediately, you know, because if not more yeah. more people will be doing this that that we've been doing for the last year and, and a yeah. half, yeah. I'm almost. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, I've seen the avatars and they're beautifully well designed. Thank um, you. Got, Thank like you very I much. said, you've got great artists, you've got a great team. Thanks. Speaking about people, you have quite an impressive board, um, a really powerhouse bench. You've got um, Eva Longoria, you have Randy Zuckerberg, you have Deepak Chopra. Um, you also have another individual, her name is Maha Abdulin, I believe it is, um, who, if you do not know her, she is ex. Um, Middle, she's the ex comms for Google Middle East, but she's also an advisor for Gary Vaynerchuk, who is a very significant name in the space. And this, this is this is your advisory board here. So yeah, talk that, to that me I, about how you're that I will yeah, be seeing in Beacon in two weeks. That's that's right. That's right. You'll be seeing them in, in about two weeks. Yeah. So talk to us about how you were able to gather such a powerhouse of individuals um, with this project. Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, I'm really believer of energies of doing the right thing. So, I mean, the right things gets you to the right people in the right time. So, for example, um, I mean, what I would, what I think that was the key of this is was not like people getting together, but was more like a group of friends that knew each other from before and, and actually like, you know, I mean, started sharing this vision that we had, um, when I started talking this with my co-founder, Maria Bravo, um, She's also okay. from Spain. Um, for example, um, Deepak has been doing philanthropy with Maria for, I don't know, more than 10 years. And I've been oh, doing beautiful. myself philanthropy with Maria. That's actually how we met. And Eva as well, uh, when, like three years ago. Like, well, to, to okay. tell you the story uh, a bit Let's more. Let's hear it. <laughs> yeah. uh, for, I mean, I was in, in my previous Mobilis for Software company. Um, I, was, right, right. I was donating. I did like gaming for good. So I was donating a lot to, to philanthropy. I became from UNICEF. The first esports partner ever to happen here in Spain, to UNICEF Spain. 
So um, that's I started like donating to them, and one day I, I actually met Maria. We were introduced. It was like three years ago, something like that, three four okay. years ago, and it was very cool because it was like that moment where I mean, you know that you you like you you feel that I mean you're thinking the same way. You got that energy like combined. So I mean, we, okay. we became really really close friends, and we started. I mean, I, I became a sponsor of his galas. Um, that's how okay. I met Eva. Um, Eva, I mean, okay. she's she's not only brilliant, but she's just I mean, she's an amazing human being like everything she does is amazing so Eva is the best yeah. friend of Maria for over 10 years as well so wow, I mean I, cool. I was incorporated to her to their family to their core family their close family like the, like yeah, they call yeah. it so we became all a family and and when we started like this 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 project um and everything we were doing um I mean, it was like just like a matter of successions, you know, like when we start mm-hmm. getting together, also Eva, uh, Deepak, I also I got to, I, I was living in, in LA more time than in Madrid, especially last year. Um, and I met, uh, and I met Facebank, that is the founder of FaceClan. He is big, big into NFTs. He got his first part, like, early days and and he's a lot into web3 gaming which i'm a, a, i come from the gaming industry as well so we got also good relationship he he came along and into the project as well and mm. and same with maha that we met at beacon last year where we also okay, went cool. to to become speakers uh, randy was actually moderating the panel of maria myself oh, nice so okay. i mean the, we actually got to meet Gary. I mean, amazing as well, amazing experience sharing him like how we saw this project, doing things different, and and yeah. how, where we were taking it. So I mean, Maha joined us as well. was was a great uh, was a great part. So that was how we all got together and started building. It's, it sounds very organic, very fluid. Very I mean, organic. Yeah. Just uh, just work together. That's really that's really incredible. You know, you touch a lot about philanthropy and. Um, I, you know, I give you credit for doing as much as you have. And I know that that's one of the drivers that you, that you, um, that your, that drives your business sort of, um, uh, experience as well. Um, is there anything in particular about, um, about philanthropy that has driven you? Was there a moment in your life where you felt like I could do something good with all yeah. this that I'm doing? Yeah. Well, I mean, I studied in a university called uh, here in Spain called IE university. And okay. I mean, they, yep. they actually had like a uh, experience with a guy that went to La Habana as, uh, as an exchange. Okay. okay. And actually like my mom was born there, but she wasn't raised there. She left very, very mm-hmm. young. So I did, I didn't even actually like know La Habana, but like, I mean, it was a good opportunity for me because I had that family roots, you know, to, to actually take that opportunity of doing a year out there and ex- an exchange so I did and that actually like I mean it was hard like yeah, I mean I mean I went to a place where there was no internet like no resources oh, not yeah. even you know yeah, sure. and I was actually like an internet kid you know like coming from from Spain like I mean even it's not as, as advanced as the US but I started high school right. in the US so I've always been right. like with that typical no with my phone and <laughs> and everything like that so right. so I mean you get to a place where there's nothing and like people start like try to like they get like obviously they're happy that that's what you admire from them and how you like you know get together with all of them. But, um, but I saw that, I mean, I mean, there's so many things that we can do. So I believe that if actually like the big corporations, I mean, they always had like this give back philosophy because I mean, sure. we always want to, all of us as CEOs, no, we want to improve our EBITDA, like to go to the highest results. But like, but there's sometimes that if we, some of those journeys, you always like, that's what I've been doing since I started like some, some tournaments back in the day or some collection with some, some revenues or actually some project we donated last year, more than $1 million to, to philanthropy, to an orphanage here mm-hmm. in Madrid and to a sub kitchen in Stepona in the south of Spain. So, 
I mean, if you okay. actually like, um, I mean, some of the revenues you make from, from specific things, you, you leave us a portion that goes to philanthropy. If we, if we all did it, I think that we could actually like do a lot of help it's between all of us. So, I mean, we just want to, to do it ourselves. Hopefully more people will start doing it, but that's a, yeah, that's a vision we had. Um, we love to give back for what is given and, and we, and we see that as a way of growing for sure. That's a, that's a beautiful position to be in, you know, <laughs> and more power to you. Um, I hope you continue doing this and I hope a lot of success comes through through you. Yeah. Uh, hopefully. In, in this <laughs> hopefully. Let's uh let's let's shift back to metaverse. Metaverse mm-hmm. is a really tough space to sort of build in to mm-hmm. sort of convince people of the value add to it. Um, what do you think the metaverse will look like in the next two years, given that technology has moved so so fast in the last three years? Uh, we've seen ChatGBT come out. Just yesterday, Mid Journey 5.0 came out, which is phenomenal, phenomenal tool. Um, it is a text to design graphic. Um, Unity has their tools. Unreal Engine. You can you can create environments with just simple clicks of a button now. Um, so it's faster and it's better. So the tools are actually being built on the back end, which is not catching a lot of the headways, a lot of the the headlines. So what do you think is taking, what do you think will take place for the metaverse in the next two years um, in, in your perspective? Yeah, I think that all these AI tools are wonderful and that they are a must to be used for all of us. It's just a matter of saving time, great quality. Mm. They're, they're amazing and they need to be used. Right. We give the right. direction, but they give us the execution in a way. So, I mean, the combination I believe is great. So I'm a total believer of them. But I think that in terms of like, um, going into this immersive experience, though, that people have always seen of metaverse between VR, AR, no? I think it's. Uh, I think that gaming is the gonna is the one that gonna be lead that is gonna be leading in the next two years. That. Yeah, I think. I mean, it's, it's just a natural transition. I think it's just amazing. But like, for example, my passion here, and that's something that I've said uh, multiple times, um, and like in different areas, is is actually like getting people to live that in a specific moment that happened in real life. That's what I, for my opinion, what bridge the gap or the metaverse means. And I'll explain myself. Like, for example, like I'm a, I'm a big football fan. Like you live in Spain, football is like, or soccer, <laughs> uh, how you guys call no, it. No, keep, keep it football. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> but I mean, this is like a tradition for us, you know, like, I mean, since you're a kid, like you cry when your team loses, like you have like that fanatism, that community is built since your early days, no? That probably like companies through Web3 could, could actually achieve it. But, but I mean, that, that's a, a specific timing. Like, for example, I, I've also been in Cuba. I've seen people fighting. Like, they've never gone out of Cuba mm-hmm. because they didn't have the resources, but people fighting about, about Real Madrid and Barcelona because they were like these big oh, fans, no you know kidding. what I mean? Arguing, just having this whole argument, no? But they've never felt like that experience, you know, of like actually being in the Bernabeu, of feeling like, of hearing like all the, all, all of the fans wow. crowd, you know, cheer sure. crowd, mm-hmm. sing to the team. Actually, it might get to the point where, you can actually like walk around and because there are like these 360 cameras in the grass, you know, and you can walk around and have like, like if you were playing and watching the game, you know, if that, I mean, I gave you this example, you know, like I can give you, I give you the same one for education. Like this is the specific masterclass that, I mean, this personality gave that I wasn't able to assess. No. So I, that is what I'm, what I think that this is going to become like very good. And if you want me, I can tell you about the Chopravers where we're taking it. That has more let's, well-being. 
Let's yeah. let's talk about the chat reverse, but I, I also want to agree with you because I do think that gaming and sports is probably going to be a very sticky experience mm-hmm. because like you said, you know, I think the metaverse right now has a problem that's called the um, ghost town syndrome. So one day you can have a massive event. You can have thousands of people showing up in whatever metaverse that you're, you're launching and you have this product launch or you have this experience. Next day, 10 o'clock, there's nobody there. It's dead. But if you create a gaming atmosphere and gaming is built on fun, right? There isn't really monetization behind it. There isn't anything else other than the experience of enjo- an enjoyment of, of participating in whatever that game is. That's a huge driver. The other driver is sports. You know, like you said, people are really passionate about their sports team, about their football team. If you tell them to go to this part of town, they'll go. They they will they will climb mountains to go and do anything to to meet a team member to to meet someone from the team or or anything like that. So I do think that is it's a very strong driver. Sports will be a very strong driver into the metaverse as well. So I I, I totally agree with you there. Yeah. Um, but please do elaborate a little bit more about the Chopperverse. I think um, I think that's a really unique experience. I think it taps on to the idea that mental health can be accessed to a much more wider audience. I think it can be delivered in a, in a unique format that's much more relevant to treatment as well. Um, but I won't steal any of the thunder, but I'll let you talk about the Chopperverse and, and explain some of the things that are going on there. Yeah, I'd love to, but just before I jump in there, to okay. agree with to re-agree with your point, and like I th- yeah, yeah. one other point that just came up to my mind was me work, like in Cuba, no playing mobile games because I had literally nothing mm-hmm. to do, so I, I played a lot of mobile games and getting this amazing right. shark, you know that that was like the best yeah. one. Like after right. three months playing, and suddenly my <laughs> app gets you know deleted, and where's the shark? So, oh. <laughs> so I think that actually that combined with NFTs and on gaming, like I think that is a really big tool. But like totally in two, agree. three years, the streaming one, I'm very, very passionate about using this metaverse totally. tool for streaming. No, but um, totally. Totally. but yeah, going to the chopperverse, I think that well-being is something that is mandatory, and we need mm-hmm. to talk about it because we all suffer mandatory. from mental health. We all suffer. I think in, at the end of the yeah. way, that's why one of our slogans or I mean, big reason of why our slogan no is make it possible in Utopia avatars because. I mean, no matter how you're feeling, no matter if you're actually like struggling to something, you can ask for help. You must ask for help. But at the end of the day, you are the one that needs to help yourself. You know, that's why you make mm-hmm. it possible. So, I mean, that is something that, that even though uh, it's, it's a belief or something that happens in, a, in our daily base, it's something that we all deal, I believe, in our daily basis. So in, the, in this, in what we, how we started thinking about the job preppers was actually through an AI, AI, an AI bot on WhatsApp that was brilliant that actually was like a place where i mean you could only chat with that but like it was a place where people could actually felt hurt you know so with wow, the in yeah. the first year that we launched this um well that they launched it the deepak launched it we were not uh, together at that time they helped 400k people not commit suicide just with that, that ai bot so going back to the avatar and the immersive experience 
how we thought about this, not only in the VR set, but also in the in the phone and um, and I mean on your website that there could be the accessibility to the metaverse. It's like I mean we started like thinking about it, like how about if we do this well-being, you know, like space where you can actually go feel better and actually write into a WhatsApp, no, and that AI, yeah. you know, feel it's like behavior that we've been optimizing through this website. We we put it in an avatar. And you actually can be whoever you want to be. Like, I mean, if I don't want to go to talk about my mental health issue, which maybe some people mm. struggle to this, it's still it shouldn't, sure. but still happens. I right. can get my glasses or I can get my phone or I can get my, my computer and actually talk to somebody like, and I can be a dinosaur. I, I mean, I can talk sure. even to yeah. a dinosaur, you know, like, yeah, I can not? feel however I want to feel, however like need I need to be feel, and actually like I, I mean it's, it's, we are still in early days, but like starting from there and optimizing it, and that's what we're mm. aiming creating a community with well being experiences. Like that is more or less where we're going. It's a long term like uh, production and and journey that we're envisioning, but I think it's a beautiful one, and and I'm really happy to to do it with Doctor Deepak. Cause, I mean, it's you, you actually learn every time that you're with him, so it's a pleasure. To spend time, yeah. With who better? Yeah, who better? Right? He's sort of the leader in alternative um, healing methods, and I, I think you, like I said, you've got a great team together. And I think Deepak is is someone who is a real true visionary and, and yeah. can see something like this uh, sure. that comes through. Um, one question I have for you is: Is it possible to have an open metaverse? I mean, I think it's. Um, I think that. When I say that the avatars need to be interoperable, um, it's because I believe that uh, that the metaverse could could take that direction. So in that uh, in that uh, opinion, I mean, for example, I'm gonna. This is like, actually like a difficult question to to envision because everybody I'm asking you. everybody has their <laughs> has their own vision. Yeah, <laughs> But everybody has their own vision. But, like, but it's an important one. Yeah, right? yeah. it's really I, important. I, I love it. And, and for example, if I had to, even though I, I, I'm not doing it right now, but if I had to think about building the metaverse, how I would yeah. do it is like I would try to focus on a specific use cases. And for example, I'm, I'm really keen on doing an immersive shopping experience. That's something that I love. The streaming area also I love. I love it because it can be applied to education concerts, sports, like there's so many things and gaming as well, no? Right, so, right. for example, like, I mean, it's quite obvious right now, even if you do, for example, a day of today, let's say that you envision this streaming in a stadium, you know, and you have this yeah. big team in this stadium where you're doing this service. Like, right, like if you actually want to put this team and this other one team in this same metaverse, like right okay. now, the latency here, like it's not going to hold it for sure. Yep, you know, it's going right, to crunch, totally. no? That's what we were not saying. So if I had to think about it, I would envision an open metaverse in the future days. And I would create like this kind of closed metaverse, like to turn in a okay. way, but like, sure. like to each of the products would be their own metaverse, how people okay. call metaverse, but I would focus on the, to get like the stream quality. So to maintain it as reduced as possible, even though right now, I don't know, 100K would be, for me, a really big number if you're talking about VR, with maybe with Polygon, like there are ways, but it's hard to make it. But I would do it this way to later on have all of these ones that I've been created and join them in that open metaverse. Mm, you know, that, that is how I, I see. But I mean, right now it's everything are visions. And I mean, you need to have, be really, really, really strong VC funded if you want to take the risk, how I see it. So I'm, I'm going like yeah. where, so you know, like how, how I see the future, like, as I was saying, those cycle, 
I think the communities right. goes first. That's what have, have gone first. And now the platform, this white label platform where you can do your drops, trade your NFTs, token gate their utilities. I think that that's more where, where well, actually, where that's at the product that we, that we're building. Yeah. And, and in terms of the metaverse, which I want to take a step with our community, but like slowly by slowly, I, be, sure. I believe that doing a VR tool is the first thing that I would, that I would suggest that actually can go to different metaverses. No? That the that's ones are, are today. That's a that's a great answer, and that's a very fair answer as well. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm sometimes I'm a bit too transparent, <laughs> you know, and <laughs> no, that's, that's right. that I that's need okay. to be careful <laughs> to not say much. <laughs> you know, let's circle back to teams right now. Um, I understand you have a VR team and you also have a blockchain team. And I, I, I understand that you're also building white label products. So can you talk to us a little bit more about the platform offering that you have that you're working behind the scenes? Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, I mean, it. for example, in that, that is, that has to be with marketplaces. I mean, okay. in, in my opinion, like, uh, I think that when like all the big players start getting to the space, which I'm a true believer mm-hmm. or that I did with, I'm like, we are, ourselves taking some of them <laughs> so right, i think right. that all of them will have like their own personal uh, experience or ux you know for for their people for their communities that right. they will be enhancing you know? so okay. that is why i believe that i mean everybody knows that an app is very i mean it's very like it's a use thing that i mean it's like an something easy to use that can be seen as a natural evolution to web3 because right now how i see it is like people I'm like, okay, I don't know about what three. I'm like, I'm scared about it. Like some people have a totally. bad opinion, a good opinion, but at the end of the day, it's just technology, like trying to do mm-hmm. our, our lives better. You know? So for example, like what we're doing is, is this platform that can let you do drops, can let, let you buy, sell your NFTs that is white yes. label. So actually everybody will be able to use it. And in a transparent way for both parties. So that's what we're aiming to achieve, you know, because for example, I remember when last year in LA so many times, like I was trying to go into a concert like the tickets were sold in, I don't know, sold out in like probably less than a minute. And I was like, I mean, right. this is impossible. Like who bought this? I no, don't know. For sure. I don't know the answer. And that answer, for instance, like now talking from the user experience, no user perspective, like I don't know that answer. And, and maybe it's a big brand, you know, that has happened. It actually has like, they have bought like all of the tickets, you know, and, and now they're reselling them because I'm actually right, from that right, resell. Totally. If I'm now in the company perspective, I'm not getting royalties. I have no control. I cannot put the right. mean price or max price. So maybe they can sell it for a hundred K where I want to establish mm. a max price of 10 K. Let's say, I don't know. Like let the creator yeah, decide yeah. and let the consumer have a transparent way. So I think that mm-hmm. that's what we've tried to, to combine both at the same time. And, and all of that couldn't be possible if without like, I mean, obviously like a really, really easy, easy onboarding, like not crypto at all. Like people will yeah, be totally. buying like an utility membership, mm-hmm. a token, object, whatever. And like not even knowing that it's an NFT, same process, yeah. receive it to your email, to your phone. Um, Amazing. And that's it. That's what we're more, more doing in, in the behind the scenes. But, um, but I really, but it's almost there. So <laughs> And we have, we some really hide, cool hide the tech. Yeah. yeah, hide the tech behind it. No one, no one really cares about all that stuff. Just no, give no, me no, a no. smooth <laughs> user experience. Tell me that it works. That's all I need to know. That's the general mass right there. Well yes. done. Um, and so then you also have um, VR experience too. So, so yeah. walk me through that. Let's say that I, I have my own Utopia avatar. Yeah. Um, what is the expectation that you're looking to design and build for someone with uh, that has the avatar with 
the VR tools. Why don't you explain some of that? Yeah, I mean, uh, th- that is something that I that, that we saw you know, together. I mean, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a lover of Ready Player Me or Jenny. So, I mean, we, we actually, when we started trying to get them in VR, we, we were like, okay, I mean, we, we think that here is a niche. Actually, with the all AI tools that actually like get mm-hmm. you like everyday better 3Ds um, right, right, from your right. design. So I think that if you actually, like what we were focused on, like as our avatars are in 3D, if you can get like that 3D asset no, or or, mm-hmm. or a 3D avatar and actually get it to transform it into into a VR one, getting you, yeah. I think that was like the first step. No, So um, nice. I think that that's something that is a niche because, I mean, we're not focusing on 3D. We're focusing specifically in the VR. We're trying to be the best ones on that. But that's something that right now we've just done it for our community to also give them tools to create. To I mean, just going to say a brief things like that's awesome. I don't know, like create your own derivatives, your own collection out of your own avatar using the IP thanks to this VR tool. Create your own assets, okay. create your own avatars. Like actually, why not sell, sell them later on? And like Leave I mean, to the creators, yeah, give them tools, give them tools to imagine, to yeah. create, to actually earn money because that's I mean at the end of the journey, like they all want to do that. And like actually, if we can provide starting from our community members like the best uh, or, or I mean a really incredible I'd say um yeah. VR tool no to create those right. avatars ready ready to play in the metaverse or or all that's of awesome. these crazy ones. I think that's that's a really cool step for, for our people, for our for our community. That's really exciting. So let's let me ask then, let's say of your current members or your your current community members um, they've been with you for some time. Mm-hmm. And what can you share today that they can expect coming coming online in the next few months or in the short term at least? Yeah, I mean, well, one of the first things that is going to be like a big impact is the is actually the the website. We're transforming okay. the new website. Um, we right. I think we we found that really really Web three native way of presenting the whole collection. Um, mm-hmm. in the ways of, I mean, how the, how the, when you start scrolling, how the website yep. goes. And I think it's, that's nice. very cool. And we're giving a console, uh, to our community members. And this is actually the place where they're going to be playing around, creating their okay. avatars, creating their assets, or downloading their ones, high, high, high profile ones. So actually like nice. the interoperable ones. They're going to be more exciting things for this console. So it's actually a cool way right. of, of doing like our own like kind of jennies no for our for our community okay. from this console apart from I mean claiming the physical utilities the tangible ones um, those are that's that's the thing one and the last one is that um, I mean for example it's at the end of this month the digraphies the paintings of Orlinsky are already able to be claimed home and shipped home. Okay. So, um, so yeah, the, we're releasing our token gating app. We have a token gating app only for our, for our utopians that, I yeah. mean, they're going to be able to ship all of this, have like all that with full transparency, how the process is going. And yep. those are, this is what they're going to be expecting in the next two, three months. That's fantastic. This is something that the community should definitely be excited about and our audience members too. So if you are not familiar familiar with Utopia avatars, you've heard it here first. Um, check them out. I think it's really impressive. You know, that's uh, quite a story that you've had. And um, I'm excited to see what's coming on for you for the next, uh, for the next few years, to be quite honest with you. Um, I'm going to leave you with one question. If you had six more hours in a day, what would you do with that additional time? 
<laughs> I mean, that would be the biggest gift uh, that I could get right now. No? Time is a time is a great resource. But now you got six hours I mean, a day. I need to. <laughs> if if I ask you, if I really respond to you, the first thing that comes to my mind, the answer would be sleep. <laughs> there it is. Because right That's now, a fair answer. Yeah, right now, I'm. <laughs> I'm spending, I'm, I'm a hard worker, as I said, like I love work. So I have fun working. Okay. It's like, for me, it's like, sure. it's just such a pleasure to go on, a, on the weekends to the office. Like, I love it. I've been doing it since I started all my career. And so, I mean, I am actually the type of people that enjoys it, but I mean, as I try to always get that time to see my family, see my friends, like obviously awesome. work out, you know, like those t- typical things, you know, to maintain the balance. Sure. So probably like what I, what I sacrifice the most, which I shouldn't some days, I mean, I try not to, but it's sleeping. So I think that right now my answer, my That's honest answer, running a community and all the plans that we have ahead for sure would be sleep. You know? <laughs> I'm, we're going to do a version two of this next year. <laughs> and ask the same question. We'll see if you have gotten any more sleep yeah. um, at that time. I, that? I'm curious of what I will answer then because for sure, the first thing that comes to my Let's mind. see what happens. <laughs> All right. Part two is coming online soon. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much. Thank Appreciate you. it. Nino, it's been such a pleasure to talk same. to you. Thank you for sharing your story with our audience. And uh, we'll talk soon, given that you're in the community and we're, uh, we're doing things together. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. It's been my pleasure and looking forward to keep on following you guys and everything you do. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Pleasure's ours. Why Whales was founded in 2021 by Jay Steinbeck, a passionate entrepreneur and business owner with the purpose of bringing YPO and YNG members together in the cryptoverse. YWales is a collaborative and confidential community centered around cryptocurrencies and blockchain technology, an exclusive crypto hub of more than 600 members. To be notified when we release new content, please subscribe to our show in your preferred listening app. For more information, visit www.ywales.com. YWales is not affiliated with YPO, but at this time only allow for YPO, YPO Gold, and YNG members due to privacy and confidentiality. Support and production for today's episode was done by TruthWork Media. Nothing in the podcast constitutes professional and or financial advice, nor does any information on the podcast constitute a comprehensive or complete statement of the matters discussed or the law relating thereto.